Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, we're on the monorail. We're gonna go check out the Muppets over at Hollywood Studios. I love that. What area. is the Muppet? A- yeah, what is the Muppet area called? Uh, Muppet Isle. I thought it was called Muppet Square. No, I think it's called Muppetopia. Are you sure it's not Muppet Lane? Talk about Muppet Universe. Talk about Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 133 of the This His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. And Jen's not with us today. She's going to be back next week, actually. She's over at Disneyland in California. And today we will be giving the His on the Muppet Christmas Carol. So before we kind of get started and started talking on the history of the Muppets Christmas Carol, um, our goal is to get top 10 on the must listen to Disney podcast on Feedspot. So if you can follow us on all social media platforms, leave us a review, leave us a five star rating. It would be very much appreciative. Uh, if you are listening and you like our show, this is a great way to support us. And it is, guess what, guys? It's what? free. Oh, yeah, it is free. Wait, wow. it's totally free. Yeah. Uh, also, before we get to the history, we are going to be doing a Patreon giveaway at the end of the show. What are we going to be giving away? A Disney book that we have with all the cool like art in it, uh, Disney Mickey that's dressed up as Santa, or an ice cream cool like you know the kitchen sink container that's like uh, Mickey Mouse themed that you can get over at the parks. Yeah, uh, we actually have the container that I got. I paid for it uh, with my own money, guys. My own hardware earned money. Um, now you're gonna give it away. <laughs> And we, I'm going to give it away, and we are going to do a poll at the end of the show for our Patreon li- listeners, and they are going to uh, take a vote on what we will be giving away. Today, we will be giving the his on the Muppet Christmas Carol. What do you guys think about it, Alex? I like Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, I liked it. I haven't watched it much as a, an adult, more as a kid. Loved Muppets Treasure Island. So that was my main Muppets movie as a kid. And Muppets Christmas Carol was the seasonal one. We didn't really watch it that much, you know, seasonally. But I've seen it a couple times more as a kid. Not that many as an adult. We tried watching it recently, and it didn't go over in my house. No? Mm-mm. Why not? Uh, kids did not care for it. Okay. Okay. How about you, Chris? I was actually referred to as a Muppet throughout my childhood by my <laughs> fellow uh, schoolmates. So I uh, relate to the Muppets a lot. That's so still kind of up in the air. Are you like a Muppet? We don't even know. I'm not sure. We haven't mentioned still, in real life. I've yeah, never my, seen his legs. My my 23 and me hasn't come back yet. I just I just sent it to an animation studio instead of the headquarters. I have no idea what that was about. But I, um, I, you know, when I was watching the movie, it reminded me a lot of the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol book that I read when I was younger. Just Did it really? Puppets. Yeah, just with puppets oh, instead of real people. It's actually a hybrid of puppets and real people. It was a very confusing movie. Yeah. Okay, but hey, tell us what, what, so you weren't that big, you didn't like it very much, right, Chris? You thought it was all right, but Emily, what do you think about it? Emily loves Muppet humor. And and just just uh, about a couple months ago, Emily said she hated the Muppets. Yeah, and then she watched and, uh, a Muppet movie, The Haunted yeah. Mansion, and now she loves them. Now she loves them. I, I I always describe Muppet humor as like, it's stupid, but they're so they're aware that it's stupid. So that's why it's good, because yeah. they make yeah, fun yeah. of themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And listen, The Haunted Mansion Muppets is, I thought it was really good because it was like, wasn't too long, wasn't really drawn no. out. It was quick and easy. And uh, I really, and that's the reason why I think that people now were able to handle it. And people are kind of getting back a little bit into the Muppets, I feel like, because it was yeah. just like, wasn't too long. Uh, but, you know, the Muppet Christmas Carol, I, uh, it, it, it was all right. It's not my favorite Christmas Carol of, you know, like in, in the genre, I guess you can say there. Uh, my favorite is the Disney Christmas Carol. Uh, but it, it's all right. You know, Gonzo, I love Gonzo. He's like my favorite Muppet. Yeah. I don't know who Gonzo's my favorite cool. Muppet is. I think I like the uh, 
I like the guy that doesn't say anything. He just like he just makes sound effects. Who are you, who are you talking about? They came into Ebenezer Scrooge's and there was two guys. There was two Muppets, and one was saying words, and the other one was just saying sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, don't I, don't, I, I don't. Not remember. a Muppet expert, so I have no idea. I, I was kind of relying on you guys to fill in. Oh, the it, oh Adam said Beaker. Is that the one you're talking about, Beaker? Oh, the sign. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, I just realized that if you named beep. the person, I would not have known who it was either. He, but ho- yes, the guy who goes beep beep, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't making sounds, but that's all. Like it's all he makes his sounds. Like beep beep beep. That's all. He yeah, does. no, he that's wasn't. His, he wasn't talking. Language. He was just yeah, making sounds. That's yeah, his that's, language. I, I think that's my favorite Muppet. Beaker. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. cool. I like Beaker. Yeah, I like Beaker's, Beaker's a lot pretty too. awesome. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best, and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on top, there's a link. Let's go ahead and get to the rubric, okay? Uh, So go ahead, Alex. You're the rubric ringmaster. (laughs) Okay. So we have the rubric. We're going to break it down into four sections. Um, Five if you count the magic point. No, four if you count the magic point. And uh, this is going to tell us, you know, how we feel about a movie. You know, give us some ratings without just throwing out random numbers. So the first one is the quality. How good is it performed? How well does it do its job telling the story that it's trying to tell? How about you, Chris? Uh, I'd probably give it a one. Good or adequate. I was entertained. I wouldn't say great or really good. Okay. I'd say good or adequate. Yeah. All right. How about you, Joe? Hmm. Definitely not one of the best. This is not my favorite Muppets. I would say yeah. I agree with Chris. One, good, adequate. I was oh, entertained. Man. And I'm going to say a one as well. So we're on pace for a very low score. <laughs> okay, so number two, timeless. Can this be watched years from now and not lose any value? How good is the rewatch value? How about you, Chris? Um, see, shows its age is number one, <laughs> dated but safe. Three is timeless, a tale as old as time. Yeah. I would I would put it in the middle. I'd probably do two long lasting, still mostly relevant, because uh-huh. I don't know if the Muppets will always be relevant to it, but to the right audience will be. So I'll go with two on that one. How are you, Joe? Yeah, I agree with Chris. You know, I feel like almost like your children, right, Alex, were not interested in it. And I think it is because it's aged. Definitely. It, it has definitely aged. So I don't think it's like, you know, um, timeless. I don't think it does kind of show its age. I think I'm going to go ahead and give it a one. Oh, you're gonna change one. it from two to one? Yeah, this might be my lowest rating ever. Oh my gosh! Now I give it, I give it a three because I think the Muppets are timeless. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, my kids, Emma didn't like it. But that's because she got scared at one point because it's Scrooge and it's very kind of dark at one point. I think if the kids, if anyone ever starts to watch Muppet movies, and then they watch this one, they'll be entertained by it. Also, Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens, it's a timeless story. It doesn't matter, you know, 20 years from now, people are going to watch us and be like, oh, it's set in a certain setting. It's not supposed to be present time. So it's timeless in that sense. Okay. All right. So people are going crazy. People are going crazy in chat. So hold on. Let me go ahead and address this. Okay. <laughs> what? First off, I love the Muppets. Okay. <laughs> I'm this. I'm not a very big fan of this movie. It's, it's a good movie, but I'm not like dying to watch it. This is probably going to be my last time ever watching the movie. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm not going to lie to you. Unless <laughs> right? my kids want to uh, watch it. Yeah, and guess what? Nick watched it with me, and I don't think he's going to be, like, bugging me to go ahead and watch this movie. I'm sorry. I love the Muppets. I love, like, the newer Muppet mo- Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please chat. Don't uh, rage quit. <laughs> so number three is how badly do you want to watch this again? I think we know the answer here. Three can't wait. Two excited. One willing. Zero. Never going to watch it again. Chris? I will never watch this movie again. You're gonna give it a zero? Yeah, I'd give never it a zero. Never gonna give it a willing? No, I would never watch it. I, I would ha- I have oh. no reason to ever watch this movie ever again. How about you, Joe? Okay. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a one. I'm willing to. I'm even willing. I mean, uh, if my son did come up to me and he was like, Hey dad, let's go ahead and watch the Muppet Christmas Carol, I'll be like, Okay, let's watch it. But say so here's the uh, remote. Uh, go ahead. Knock your chances out. are probably, uh, yeah, hey, I, I'm willing to watch it again. You watch it, I'll go play video games. All right. Yeah. And <laughs> The magic point. Does this have a special spot in your heart? 
When you think about it, do you shed a tear, Chris? Absolutely not. No. Joe? Um, hmm. You know, I'm going to go ahead and give it the, the magic point. And the reason why is because it's... <laughs> what? <so funny>. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> listen, hold on. Joe's on par. It, Joe's on the, par. Listen, first off, let's just, start, let's just throw something out here. The magic point can be for anything. And the Muppets are special, right? The <laughs> no, Muppets are special. About the They're special. movie. Yeah, but it has... The movie has the Muppets hey, in it. Hey, did you know that when they shot this, they're all breathe, breathe air? Magic point. They're yeah, all breathing air. We you love could, air. You could take anything. You but could this take... is a Muppet movie. I like I, I like the Muppets. I love the Muppets. So I'm going to go ahead and give it the magic point. It makes perfect sense. Oh, my gosh. Right? Okay. It's a Muppet movie. I love the Muppets. <laughs> People are like ripping into me. Calm down, guys. <laughs> okay. So I gave it a zero magic point. So that leads us with Chris giving the movie a three, Joe giving the movie a four, and me with the highest giving a movie with a five. This is the strangest. How can you not give any ever. of these? How can you not give any of these things a magic point? Anything that's Disney, I give stuff magic points. What's the point of having a magic point if everything receives it? Yeah. Okay, you're right. I give it. To, yeah. I give you that. So we have, to, we have to nerf Joe's rating. So we have given this as a podcast. We have given this an, a score of four. That's the average. That's the average. This is definitely not the best Muppet movie. If you ask no, me. it's no, not. Definitely and because not. If, yeah. if this was a standalone only Muppet movie ever made, maybe it would be good. But comparing it to all the other Muppet movies are just it's like unfair because there's so much there's so much like just so many better Muppet movies. There goes Mr. Heartless. There goes Mr. Cruel. He never gives, he only takes, he lets his hunger rule. And being mean's a way of life, you practice and rehearse. Then all that work is paying off, cause Scrooge is getting worse. Every day, in every way, Scrooge is getting worse. Let's get to the his on the Muppet Christmas Carol. Humbug. The Muppet Christmas Carol is a reimagining of the classic story written by Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. The Christmas musical was released in 1992, just two years after the death of the creator of the Muppets, Jim Henson. This was the fourth Muppets movie and set a new tone for what a Muppets movie could be. It was also the first of what would eventually be five Muppet movies released by Disney. Hey guys, so yeah, we talked about it. This is not our favorite one, right? No. It's all right. Uh, let's talk about that creepy ghost. Which one? Which one? The, oh, the girl. Ghost? The girl. Yes, man. Oh yeah, I did my, not like my, that. Neither did, neither did my son. He was kind of like, "What is up with this creepy ghost? Like following him around everywhere? It's creepy." Yeah, <laughs> wasn't a fan. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys noticed though. Also, at the beginning of the movie, they did um, put like a memorial for Jim Henson. Like yes, a memorandum. I guess you can say or yeah. whatever it is. And someone else too. Who is it? It's in the um, quick fire. Quick. It's in the history. Okay. Well, I guess we'll get to that later on. Or is it quick fire, um, quick facts? Quick fire, quick facts. It might be quick fire. It might be quick fire, quick facts. Richard Hunt. So the Muppets, right? What other Muppet yeah. movie is your favorite Muppet movie then? Because you said this I is love like the least one. favorite one. I really do like the newer ones. The one that's just the, the Muppet movie, I guess you can say, with Jason Segel. The Muppet Siegel. movie? I, re- I really yes. like that one. I think it's really funny. That is my favorite one as well. How about you, Chris? Uh, mine's the, uh, the original. Moving right along. Oh. That one. Yeah, like, like the, was, the Muppets Take Manhattan. That no. was another uh, Muppet movie. <laughs> no, what? That, Muppets Take Manhattan is the third one. It's called the Muppet Movie. And yeah. It came out okay. in 1979. I used to listen to that soundtrack all the time when I was younger. Did you really? Oh yeah, we had oh. it on cassette tape. Cassette tape. Wow, yeah. I didn't know you even used cassette tapes in your lifetime. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, so I just want to let you guys know um, that Scrooge. I thought that. The Mickey's Christmas Carol, Scrooge McDuck. I thought that was Scrooge. I thought that's right. I thought like that was like the Christmas Carol. I thought Disney created that whole thing, not Charles right. Dickens. Yeah, because you're like Scrooge McDuck. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? My son thought the same thing. He's like, "This is not Scrooge McDuck. This he's not Scrooge. What are you talking about?" <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, took over running the Jim Henson Company after his father passed away in 1990. Prior to 1990. The Muppets had starred in three films, The Muppet Movie, The Great Movie Caper, and The Muppets Take Manhattan. Brian Henson wanted to make another Muppet movie, but the team decided to not make a zany film like before, but something classic. 
Bill Haber, Brian's agent, told him to use one of the greatest stories of all time, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Charles Dickens first had Christmas Carol published in London by Chapman and Hall in 1843. It quickly became a classic. Brian Henson said he needed time to think about it, but was quickly called back by Bill, who informed him he sold the idea to ABC as a television film. Jerry Jewell, head writer for The Muppet Show, quickly got to work writing up a screenplay that surrounded a human Ebenezer Scrooge with Charles Dickens as a stand-in narrator. Writers thought which Muppet would be the least likely to play Charles Dickens and decided to go with Gonzo, with Rizzo as a comic relief sidekick. 95% of what Gonzo says in the movie is taken from the book. Before Gonzo was chosen as narrator of the film, the crew originally had him, Miss Piggy, and Scooter as the three ghosts who visit Ebenezer. The writers chose to use new Muppets as the ghosts, which actually resulted in Scooter being left out of the movie. Who's Scooter? Scooter is like the, um, is he, he's, uh, he's like the technical guy with glasses that does a lot of technical oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he's my he was favorite. He's one of my favorites. He's one of your favorites. So that's Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> Can I take away my magic point? <laughs> like, Joe, I feel like every time we mention a Muppet, he's going, like, oh, he's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, yeah, you can take it away. You can I'm take it away. I want to take away. Oh, I already gave right. it the point. He's, he's the only ginger Muppet. That's right. He has red hair. Are you sure? I'm looking at a photo right now, yes. Okay. I wasn't, what, what, I wasn't what, positive. What color, what color is his skin? It's a yellowish Orange. It's, it's, it's not red? No, it's not red. Then he has, so then he has orange hair. Well, yes, his hair is orange. Scott said that they took some songs out of the Disney Plus version. Yes, they did. They took some songs yeah. out of the original, too. Yeah, and I totally forgot that there were even songs in this movie when I watched it. And there's a couple of songs in there that are pretty good that I remember from like the first time I watched it. Yeah, now, it's, it's a, it's a should, musical. Yeah, we, I know. But Should we wait to get to the... Uh, before we kind of move on, though, right? I thought it was really funny how Sam the Eagle, mm -hmm. how he's like making the America references, and they're like, "No, this is not America. We're not in America. We're not in America." That was good. He was, it's the American way. Oh, I'm sorry. It is the British way. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> that was good. That, that did get a laugh out of me. I like Sam the Eagle. He's he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he's really funny. And that's like one of the things over when you go to Magic Kingdom, they had the Muppet show out there, yes. you know, the great parts of yes. the history or whatever. And they always have to throw in this is American part. Like, this is just the American parts. <laughs> I love how they have to call him Sam the Eagle, because if he didn't say the Eagle, you would never know that he was an eagle. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really look like an eagle that much. I think he not, does. Not I even a little bit. Like, I think he looks like a look, look up a picture. He looks I'm like the abominable right snowman molting. <laughs> no, he looks like a bird. You just don't know what kind of bird. Yeah. The Muppets Christmas Carol had a screenplay, and the majority of the cast was easy to decide on since they were Muppets, but the human part of Ebenezer Scrooge had to be figured out. Many actors were considered for the part, George Carlin, Ron Moody, David Hemmings, and David Warner, but Henson offered the role to Michael Caine, who accepted the job. Not only did he say he would play the part, he said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink, I will never do anything Muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is utterly dramatic role, and there's no puppets around me. Kane took inspiration for the role from Wall Street embezzlers and con artists, figuring they represented a greed and meanness that is akin to Scrooge. The rest of the ensemble was rounded out with Kermit playing Bob Cratchit, Miss Piggy as Miss Cratchit, Robin the Frog as Tiny Tim, Waldorf as Robert Marley, Statler as Jacob Marley, and Stephen McIntosh as Fred Ebenezer's nephew. Jim Henson's right-hand man Frank Oz, who also directed Muppets Take Manhattan, served as executive producer to help Brian Henson with his directing debut. Brian Henson wanted the music to lighten the movie, allowing Ebenezer and the Ghost to be scarier. He always loved the music in the Muppet movie, so he called Paul Williams to write the musical. The music was written by Paul Williams and composed by Miles Goodman. The soundtrack would eventually peak at number 189 on Billboard's 200 charts. Hey, you made a top 200 charts, man. That's crazy. Yeah. How bad was music back then? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That was one of my least favorite parts of the movie was the music. I didn't oh. think the music was very good. Well, they had a couple good songs. They had a couple good songs. They I had, think that's how made They them. had one song, I think, that I turned my head. I was like, oh, it's a cute song. And the rest was just like, I don't know. I, it's just with the, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I did not like the music. I thought it was. Um, we get it, Chris. It was, you gave it a three. We understand. It was pretty garbage. <laughs> 
<laughs> so how about Michael Caine deciding to play it straight as a rock? I'm not going to do anything Muppety. I'm not going to be crazy. I'm just going to be completely straight and act as if I'm acting with the best. Wait a second. He, he, that was Alfred? Yeah. I was just going to say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. From from The Dark Knight, right? Was he was he oh, in The Dark Knight? Yeah. Was he the Alfred? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't he's even a good actor. That. I really like him. He's, yeah. he's probably one of my favorite actors. He's one of your wow. favorite actors? Yeah, man. He's a good actor. <laughs> he's one of my favorite. Name three Michael Caine movies besides <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol that he stars in. And Batman. In. Uh, okay, hold on. He was in this one movie that I really liked. <laughs> Where he was like an older guy. The right? Probably the I don't know. Was he in the Kingsman? No, no. He wasn't, wasn't the Kingsman. Kingsman. He was the main actor in this movie. And he was kind of like older. And uh, he was like <laughs> living in England. And he was like beat. <laughs> he was like beat up. It was almost like. Uh, what's that one movie with Liam Neeson? Take, taken? Michael Caine yeah, started yeah. Taken? Yeah. It was kind of, but he was kind of like, you know, older. And these people are like always kind of giving him a hard time. Like he was walking home. Right, and these kids are like we just said name like, a movie. Uh, don't describe it to us. I know, man. Well, I don't know the name of the movie. I get you. I don't name no names of movies either. But <laughs> so I was at work, and the teacher I worked for was playing Christmas music, Pandora, and I hear a song, and I hear Michael Caine's voice, and I'm like, "What? I'm like, what song is that?" She's like, "Well, she's like, she's older, so she doesn't work Pandora." She's like, "I don't know. It's a radio." And I was like, "No, like, there's a, it's a song." And so we click it, and it was the Muppets Christmas Carol with Michael Caine. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I I I heard Michael Caine voice, and I knew it was the Muppets Christmas Christmas Carol. Carol, dude, he's in my favorite Jaws movie, Jaws: The Revenge. I love that one. <laughs> he's the guy that does the plane. He like flies the plane. That's what he's known for. Jaws: Revenge. Flying planes? No, it's not what he's known for. Is, was he in? He was in Cider House Rules. Never seen it. He's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, a he's bunch in a bunch of movies. of movies. Oh, Secondhand Lines. He was really good in that one. Oh, that's a good movie. Inception. He was in Inception. In, I Interstellar. Like second, I, don't like I told you, man. Lines. I like the uh, I like the original. Tara said Miss Congeniality, which is yep. a good movie too. But the thing is, good. he's not one of your favorite actors, though. That's what we're saying. He's just an actor. He's probably, I think he's one of my favorite ones. How can you tell me who's my favorite actor? Because <laughs> you couldn't even, even move off the top of your head. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You started describing a movie no one's ever seen. I know. I'm trying to find it too. Is this it? Is this it, Joe? Harry Brown. Or could it be Sleuth? Maybe it's Harry Brown. Where do you see that at? Harry Brown, What's it about? 2009 British vigilante action thriller. Yep, that's what it is. He's a widowed Royal Marines veteran who had served in Northern Ireland during the Troubles. I told you, it's good. After a violent gang murders his friend, Harry decides to take justice into his own hands. I told you it was good. The Muppet Christmas Carol script was submitted for approval to ABC, but it would end up being offered to Brian by Walt Disney Pictures executives to be released as a feature film. Brian Henson found himself directing a feature film starring the Muppets, the first since 1984. He was very nervous and offered the job to many people. Jeffrey Kratzenberg, chairman of Walt Disney Studios, could see the fragile environment Brian was working with, so he kept his production department away from the film. Production took place at the Shepperton Studios in England. During the filming, floors had to be removed and reinserted to allow Muppets and actors to both be in the shot. Human actors walked across narrow planks between the Muppets while they performed. The Muppet ghost effects were done in a practical way with no CGI. The puppeteers with the Muppets were originally going to be submerged in a tank of baby oil. The baby oil became too expensive, so production had to switch to water, making it hard to film due to the puppets' glue and paint breaking down. The tank size limited the ghost of Christmas present. Brian wanted him to be extra large, but had to settle for a huge face. Even though the ghosts caused their own issues, this was not the hardest scene in the film to shoot. The shot of Kermit walking down a snow-covered street during the song Tis the Season had its difficulties. It required a full-figure shot of Kermit walking. They eventually used a spinning drum covered with fake snow positioned beneath Kermit's feet to allow for a natural gait. Some puppeteers worked on the drum, while others operated the limbs and mouth of Kermit, needing a total of 10 puppeteers. This was all shot in front of a blue screen, so Kermit could later be superimposed in a Victorian London scene. Another scene that gave the production team issues was Kermit blowing out candles. A crew member had to fire an air gun at the flames at the precise time Steve Whitmire, Kermit's puppeteer, 
positioned Kermit's mouth into a blowing position. I was so confused in the history when you said the Muppet ghost effects were done in a practical way with no CGI. Well, yeah, because they're puppets. And then when you went on to say about they were submerged in the tank, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. They, that's, they use non-CGI a... Muppets. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, crazy, I, huh? Can you can you imagine being the director of a Muppet movie? Like just seeing all the weird like like we see the finished product, but yeah. like see all these people running around with these with these puppets and everything. Yeah. And um, do you think they address? Okay, so like when they tell people to go places or do this or do that, do you think they address them as the as the Muppet or the Muppet actor? Probably the handler is what they're called. The handler. Yeah. Like you don't think they're like directly talking to Kermit? <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. Stay in character. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But I can't imagine acting with walking around planks. That's pretty cool. Like that's a yeah. I'm I wish there was a behind the scenes film of them shooting scenes and stuff. I like to I'd actually like to witness them shooting scenes. That'd be very very weird to see. I think it would take away some of the magic for me. It would probably give it, give my magic point away if I ever saw that. <laughs> One of the things that really gets me is when they're standing up with their legs exposed. Yeah, man. That doesn't happen very often. Are you talking about I the know, new movie? But... Yeah. They, oh, they, that's Fozzie CGI. Was one time. He was standing. He kind of. Uh, it I makes know, me man. think that they actually could be real and that this whole puppet thing is just a conspiracy just to so we so it doesn't like blow our minds, but that the Muppets are like, in fact, real. Like, I, mean, I, would, like, I would be OK with that. Like they're controlling the puppeteer, too. the puppeteers. Yeah. Oh, like funny the, pup, feeling. Like the puppeteer, the, the quote unquote Muppeteers are in on it. And just to just to conceal their. The, the fact that Muppets are real. I have a funny feeling Ryan's a Muppet. <laughs> he's very he's very defensive about Muppets. <laughs> he is. Yeah. But um, that scene with Kermit walking down, that is a cool scene. I got to say that because the way they shot it and uh, Kermit's full exposed. I mean, imagine 10 people working together to make something work out like that. I mean, that's crazy yeah, cooperation. Crazy. I mean, the three of us can't cooperate very well, let alone 10 people. <laughs> uh, I yeah, uh, that's why that's the reason why I would love to see behind the scenes of the Great American, uh, the Great uh, Muppet History, or whatever at Magic Kingdom. Oh, you know yeah. the show I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I oh, want to yeah. kind of see behind the scenes on that because uh, I mean they're they're the Muppet the Muppeteers, I guess you can call them whatever. They're really talented. Like they're really really talented. Yeah, for sure. The Muppets Christmas Carol was released in theaters on December 11th, 1992 and Walt Disney Pictures had high expectations for the film. It was the second widest release by Walt Disney Pictures that year. Unfortunately, it opened in sixth place and reported $5 million in the box office. The film would gross $27.3 million in North America, but had to compete against Home Alone 2 and Disney's own Aladdin. The movie was later released on VHS in November of 1993, and later on DVD in 2002. In 2004, Disney acquired the Muppets from the Henson family, which resulted in two Disney Muppets films, The Muppets 2011 and The Muppets Most Wanted 2014. The most recent Muppet movie was a Disney Plus Halloween special in 2021, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Which is my favorite one. So, Well, no, it's not my favorite one. I'm not going to delete that part out. Because you guys are going to give me a hard time saying no, everything's not, my I'm favorite. No, I'm not deleting it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, my favorite Muppet is The Muppet Movie with Jason Siegel. My yes, favorite, favorite one is all of them. The I didn't know that Disney um, acquired the Muppets so early, like so recently. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. I mean, that's they just not had a really, really good working relationship. I mean, I guess, 04 really isn't that recent. It's 2021. Yeah. But the Muppet Muppet world or Muppet land or whatever you want to call it. in Disney was, was around before 2004. Yes. They had the Muppet, ride. Muppetopia. They had the area before they acquired it. You're right about that. What, what would you call that? What, I mean, what? Muppet um, Alley, Muppet Muppet Land, their little Muppet area or whatever. Yeah, what are they? Yeah, it's like, like the only Alley land without a name, right? It's just a Muppet. It's just like a ride. No, it's a whole little area. Because you had originally you had no, you had the, the, the restaurant, yeah. and then you had the yeah. the ride, and you had the street shops. There's only like one shop, right? That was there that was like Muppet related. Um, and that could be the fountain. Yeah, uh, but I wouldn't really call that. I wouldn't say it's like a land. It, it's a cool fountain. I'm not even sure if that fountain's even there anymore. I haven't been there for a couple of years, which I'm hopefully going to be going on January 3rd to Hollywood Studios. Nice. Um, yeah. What's the next Muppet movie they're making? I don't know. I, I thought, thought they were going to do another short one. Yeah. 
I heard that like too. another like Space Mountain or something. They're gonna do like another attraction. And oh, was it Tower like of Terror? Uh, maybe, maybe. Nah, I think I think I just made that up. I think I think I'm thinking of the other one. That's Scarlett <laughs> oh, Johansson. Was it song. Jungle? Was it Jungle Cruise? No, I don't think. <laughs> I so. think we're just naming rides. <laughs> no, I think there were like this talks of it because the Muppet Haunted Mansion did so well. Yeah, that I think they were just kind of talking on doing other sh- kind of short movies or features like that. They definitely should do it if uh, you know, strike while the iron's hot. You know. Oh yeah, I think so. I would love to see other rides, like other, yes. you know, kind of like uh, story stories behind the rides. I guess you can say. Yeah. Hey, when you go out, uh, when you go to Hollywood Studios, can when you're back there, can you ask a cast member what that area is called? But hey, what would you call this area? Yeah, there we sense. go. That's a good idea. Guarantee right. it's going to say Muppetopia. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Puppeteers, director, designers, and actors behind The Muppet Christmas Carol dedicated the film to Jim Henson as well as Richard Hunt. Hunt was a puppeteer and actor who had worked with Jim Henson for a number of years, portraying roles like Scooter, Beaker, Janice, Statler, and Sweetums. The Muppet Christmas Carol's production design team added a nod to Kane's given name, Maurice Micklewhite. <laughs> That's okay. his name? I guess, Micklewhite, I guess. His real name, you'd know it's your favorite actor. <laughs> I know. He would, he would definitely be my number one favorite actor if, that was, if he were to stay with that name. Maurice Micklewhite in the film's finale, there is a shop named Micklewhite's. Don't you think out of respect they wouldn't? Like, if he purposely changed his name because he didn't like his name, then they're like, hey, just they rubbing it in. Yeah. <laughs> he can't get away from this name. He's like, these gosh dang Muppets. <laughs> Disney exec Jeffrey Katzenberg had them cut When Love Is Gone from the theatrical release, the only minor setback for Williams and Henson. The scene was included in later home video releases. When the musical sequence It Feels Like Christmas ends with a crane shot, the short buildings become visibly seen in the background. Production was aware of the problem during shooting, but eventually decided that the closing shot was worth it, as they believed not many people would notice the error. The Muppet Christmas Carol marked the first time Steve Whitmire performed as Kermit taking over for the late Jim Hansen. You know what? I kind of noticed that Kermit's voice sounded different in this movie. Did you really? Yeah. I, when he first well, yeah, because you love the original, right? So you would. Maybe that's why that then. would be ingrained in your brain how he should sound. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just I, it's just kind of kind of sounded like he had a frog in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> we hear does his think the Muppets Christmas Carol is a Muppets classic. It is a great Christmas movie and really brought the franchise back to life, eventually leading to Muppet Treasure Island. It allowed the Muppets to become relevant again, which eventually led to Disney acquiring them. Now we can look forward to more Muppet films like Muppets Haunted Mansion. What's so funny? You laughing at me? This this is anyone's first podcast. They're like, these guys give it a four, but they said they love it. (laughs) Dude, you gotta change it, man. You gotta change it. I'm not gonna change it. No, it's a running joke now. <laughs> okay. We think it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Four's not that bad of a rating. I mean, it's it's a lot better than three. What do you guys call <laughs> young? What, uh, how do Muppets make money? I don't know. A Fonzie scheme. No, <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Waka waka waka. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And we also have a weekly movie club. However, I'm going to be taking a break over the Christmas and New Year period to spend time with family. So between December 20th and January the 9th, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Guardians of the Galaxy. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this podcast. Thank you for supporting the D Plus Club in 2021. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you soon. Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. 
and just let him know Diz has sent you. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. What did you do in the world of Disney? Um, not much, actually. I um, I watched Hawkeye again. Uh, love the show. I uh, but really, what I've spent most of my week is just getting mentally ready and also avoided social media as much as popular uh, as much as possible for Spider Man this Friday. The movie's not even out yet, so we're gonna avoid it. It or came out on Monday. Any- did it really? Yeah. Oh, for, uh, this, for the this press. Episode- no. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, the press, the press, yeah, no, it actually came out on Monday, uh, the 12th, I guess it was, uh, the 13th, and uh, the press and people are already leaking things, like, it's ridiculous. Wow, that stinks. Uh, I already watched a scene, because it popped up on my YouTube feed, I'm hoping it's fake, because it was really bad CGI, and um, so I'm trying to just wash that away from my mind, and then I also saw a bunch of spoilers from Hawkeye this week, so I just, uh, I, I've watched a lot of things before they even, before they even came out. Before I was in, even was able to see them, so that's what I did in the week of Disney. I uh, watched things before they came out. Hmm, that's things okay. that you have to you have to avoid spoilers. I know. I you know what's funny is I didn't get spoiled on Twitter, which I thought I would. Didn't get spoiled on Facebook or Instagram. I pull up YouTube, and the recommended video was like a huge spoiler, potential spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it kind that's of stinks, the, huh? Yeah, that was the last place I would have uh, expected that. Yeah, so. that's crazy okay how about you alex so this is the first week that i'm not prepared for this segment that i didn't write anything down i've been doing well mm-hmm. writing things down you have been but uh that's because we didn't do anything in disney this week uh we tried watching christmas carol uh, muppets muppet the muppet christmas carol and uh, like i said my daughter kind of got freaked out when they started doing the whole ghost stuff going on so we had to turn it off other than that, we really didn't do too much Muppets. I mean, too much Muppets, too much Disney. Um, one thing we have been doing a lot of is my son Link, he watches Spiting His Amazing Friends. It's a it's a cartoon, but the way it's animated is the heads are kind of bigger than the bodies. And like they look like they may be like all the adults, everything looks small, like comparison. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be like, oh, there's are children, but they're full adult size people. Um, he watches that like Every day, that's like his favorite thing to watch. Unfortunately, there's only been like two seasons, and they're really short episodes. So I've seen every episode multiple times already. Um, does it have like the venom in when he's like and there? Um, yeah. Go ahead. Chris. Go. No, I was just asking, what is this show called again? It's called Spidey and His Amazing Friends. Is that the Funko thing? No, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's similar. It's very similar in style, where the, oh, the heads are big up. and the bodies are small. Um, I Hulk, see. the Hulk is in it a lot. And uh, but they they call everyone like they have you had Spidey and then Miles Morales is called Spin and then you have uh, Ghost Spider and then they call the Goblin they call him Gobby they're like we got you now Gobby like they t- added Y on it and everything um, but yeah it's like only... it's a kid show or something yeah I know it's like it's a kid show but he watches like he wants to watch it every single day it looks kind of cool I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's like watching it once or twice. Yeah, but not like thirteen times. Yeah. It's not. It's not like we can watch it every day, like Bluey. You know, that doesn't get old, but this one does. Hey, talking about him. talking about Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Um, the new. Did you, you guys see the new see trailer? The new trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's really good for the new Into the Spider Verse movie. Really I, good. I like how they aged yeah. him up a little bit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was really cool, and my, that was my son's favorite movie. Yes, a while back when that first came out, yes, it and he was. really enjoyed it, and we so we watched that when that first came out. It was a, uh, um, uh, it was really good. Did you did you know that? Did you know the uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine that like, tackles yeah. Miles Morales? That's voiced by uh, Poe Dameron. Oh, Oscar, I did not Oscar, know that. Is it Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's his name. Yeah, yeah he, I he, have. He uh, you know, I think I have a. Spider-Man, like Hulk, like in the future, one signed by one of the artists who draws Spider-Man. So I'm not sure if I told you guys this, but growing up, my friend's dad, he drew for Marvel and he drew Spider-Man from like the year like 1996, 
until like 2000 something, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. So he signed like a bunch of my Spider-Man comics. Yeah, I drew Spider-Man think... a few times, actually. Joe, do you want my autograph? You did what? I've drawn Sp- Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Used, that's actually really over. that's actually really cool, though. So he drew him for the actual comic books or for art. Yeah. Like you, you can see his name like is on the comic books. Alex. Wow. Savia. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. So, dude, we should have him on the show. I can get him we on should. the show because he lives like right around the corner. You, and Joe, I have a connection with him too because I used to copy and email his work at UPS store. Oh, oh really? See? So you yeah. know perfect. Yeah, he used and to come I've drawn in. I've Spider Man. He used to oh come in. Gosh. I used to make copies of his work and we used to email it to people and he'd be like, oh, this is going to so and so. I didn't know names at the time. So I was like, oh, so, cool. Really funny. A couple a couple weeks ago, uh, well, actually, like a couple months ago, I met someone like in a, a shop and we, we started talking we were playing a game called hearthstone together right and we, i used to run these meetups in orlando mm-hmm. and we were kind of got, got to talking he actually drew drew for marvel and then a couple of weeks ago they were actually at a convention together and they were talking about me which is pretty awesome that is cool <laughs> what's ryan, so funny <laughs> ryan goes he's <laughs> joe's favorite artist <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about what I did in the world of Disney. Kind of done a whole bunch of things, right? Uh, first off, before I talk, kind of talk about what I'm, what I did in the world of Disney. Do you know people are riding the Mission Rewind Guardians Mission Rewind Rewind ride at Epcot? I heard what do you mean they're running through it. it? What do you mean riding it? Like, like the Disney executives are riding it. Oh, like it's oh. that completed? I, I guess it is that completed because one wow. of them wrote it. So wow. if you are, if you're listening and you're at Epcot. I would definitely go by there and just walk by there to see if they're maybe possibly letting people ride it. I yeah. Mean, it's probably not going to happen, right? Chances are not going to happen. They, I don't think they're even close to like a soft opening. But if they're letting uh, Disney executives executives ride it, I would definitely go walk by there. For sure, because they'd probably be at the same uh, security clearances as them. So I think that they'd have a good shot. They just, you know, j- name drop. You never Joe. know. You never know, man. You never know. Yeah, name, name drop, drop me. Say, yeah. Say you heard it on the Diz His podcast and see what happens. Say this is my this is my favorite podcaster's favorite ride, and he told me to ride that I was able to ride this. And, and did you know his favorite actor is Michael Caine? <laughs> I said one of my favorite top ten. Michael Caine's in there. He's definitely in the top two fifty. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about what I did, right? First off, remember I had my issue with the the annual passes? Well, I went to Disney Springs, and I talked to someone in person, and they helped me out. Perfect. If if you're listening to this show, and they are, and you're kind of trying to call Disney customer service support on the phone, unless it's like an emergency, I wouldn't even try. It's not even worth it. It is not even worth it. Even the people at Disney Springs told me that we have had a lot of issues with Disney Disney customer service, like the phone support, wow. not really working out. Because I had some some pretty crazy things happen on with the phone support. Like, go ahead, Chris. You gonna say something? Hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, if you have an issue, go down to Disney and talk to someone. Because the people over at Disney Springs helped me help me out. I actually got because uh, the issue came about where I wasn't gonna be able to get the Pixie annual pass because i was going on a saturday but uh because of the whole issue of them stopping the passes before um you know uh i actually bought the tickets before they stopped the the sales of annual passes they let me have the pixie pass on a saturday uh so i got my annual pass and we got to go to the parks uh on saturday this past saturday Uh we went to magic kingdom we had a blast i rode big thunder mountain I rode Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger. We went on Dumbo. We went on People Mover. We went on the teacups. Um, we ate lunch at Pecos Bill. Yes. Which was awesome. Uh, it was really good. You know, everything's all mobile order now, so you do everything on the app. Right. I love that. Yeah, I kind of like that too. There's some things that I kind of miss that was before, like, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, but we but we can get used to it. I forget what some of the things. I should have wrote, wrote them down. Uh, but that was that was great. We actually stayed. Oh at wait, you were saying I do remember one thing. You said that they got rid of the toppings bar, right? Yeah, they got. But that's understandable. I mean, I'm. Oh yeah, I think that's not going to come back. Right. Uh, I think it was the mobile ordering. No, there's one thing I definitely like about the mobile ordering is this. Right. First off, there's never really a wait, so you can go get waters. You know how you can always go up to like the uh, self service and get oh, waters. Yeah. So there's no one cool. really there, so you can just go up and they have waters just sitting there, so you can just go and oh, grab nice. the waters pretty much. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. I really like that a lot. Yeah, it kind of stinks about the the toppings bar, but I don't think that's ever going to come back because people would just people what they would do is you can go there and just bring like flour tortillas to the park and take all the toppings and have like a pretty much like a free meal. <laughs> people imagine? do it all the time. Yeah, really. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. People used to do it. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm going to order a taco and take a whole bunch of sides. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. Uh, that's what people do is make a salad. People saying, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we used to bring lunches all the time to the park. We never used to take the toppings and do any of that. Yes. Things, but we used to bring lunches and go eat outside, which was cool. Um, my son rode Big Thunder Mountain for the first time, and he... He was really nervous at first, but he liked it overall. Awesome. I, he said that he would ride it again. Nice. That's awesome. Also, Kadani was a lot of fun. Uh, we spent one night over at Kadani. I actually made a video where I used Adam's rubric. Uh, so take a look for take a look for that on our YouTube channel. Uh, so you can see some of the video that I took. We actually met J- Jeff Davis from Sorcerer Radio. That's we cool. ate at Sanaa. It was like quick service at Sanaa. Oh, cool. So pretty much. Yeah, we got to walk down to the restaurant like no one was in there. We we ordered our food and ate in front of like the drafts and stuff like that. It was really nice. Uh, one of the so after Magic Kingdom, we went back to Kidani and we spent a night by the pool. We ate our dinner out there. There's like a nice little restaurant and we just chilled by the pool for a couple of hours when my son made some friends and he was kind of going down the water slides. And, you know, the, the, the area like the play area there for the kids is like super cool. It's like ping pong tables and there's like, you know, uh, water, like like showers everywhere, and uh, it's a like, really big, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Nice. The mo- morning we spent some more time. We we ate at Sanaa for breakfast, and then we went to the pool. We spent a couple hours at the pool. We pretty much had the whole pool to ourselves. My son and I must have rode the slide like fifty times. Uh, it was a blast, and that's pretty much it. I'm looking forward to going back on the third and the fourth. I'm gonna be meet, meeting Dane from Big uh, Big Beautiful Disney. Oh, nice! I'm gonna be meeting him at the parks and meeting him at Magic Kingdom on January fourth. Um, I'm gonna be heading to Hollywood Studios on the third. I'm actually gonna be riding, hopefully, ride Rise of the Resistance with my son uh, for his first time. I've nice. ridden it twice, but I'm gonna go, hopefully gonna ride it with him. And I actually met up with Jared, one of our Patreon members. Mm-hmm. We saw him do a railroad presentation for his like railroad museum. Uh, I met up with Scott from the No New Friends podcast. And I met up with Jared. We went out to dinner and we had a really nice night. We had a fun time. And that was, it was a blast. Yeah, it looked like fun. Yeah. And you guys ready for the giveaway? Yeah, let's do the giveaway. Okay. Hey, so, okay, uh, so when, you're, when you're posting the poll in chat, uh, I, have a, I have a Muppet-related joke. So they have they have until the end of this joke to vote. You guys okay. ready? Alex, you're gonna like this one. Okay. So a frog walks into a bank and approaches the teller. He can see from her nameplate that the teller's name is Patricia Wack. So he says, Ms. Wack, I'd like to get a loan to buy a boat and go on a long vacation. Patty looks at the frog in disbelief and asks how much he wants to borrow. The frog says thirty thousand dollars. The teller says asks his name, and the frog says his name is Kermit Jagger. His dad is Mick Jagger, and that it's okay because he knows the bank manager. Patty explains that $30,000 is a substantial amount of money and that he will need to hear some collateral against the loan. She asks if he has anything he can use as collateral. The frog says, sure, I have this, and produces a tiny pink porcelain elephant about half inch tall, bright pink and perfectly formed. Very confused, Patty explains that she'll have to consult with the manager and disappears into a back office. She finds a manager and says, there's a frog called Kermit Jagger out there who claims to know you and wants to borrow $30,000 and he wants to use this as collateral. She holds up the tiny pink elephant. I mean, what the heck is this? The bank manager looks back at her and says, it's a knickknack, Paddywhack. Give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. <laughs> so dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> I can't believe that took forever. That took forever. Book it is. It was so long. It was a very long the book. We're giving away the book. Joke. Can you get the book with you? I do not. It's on my storage unit. Oh but it will God. be shipped out tomorrow. Okay. Can we have a picture of the book? Can we have the picture? And it will be getting shipped out with this sticker that I just found for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready? Which sticker is that? It's it's you. Didn't you only get two hey, of those? You're giving both away? Huh? Didn't you only get two of those? Now you're giving both away? No, just one, man. The other one's already on my uh, on my mirror. I need one. You guys ready? Yeah, go ahead. Can you guys see my screen? Yes. I, win, I won one damn thing and it doesn't get shipped. <laughs> you know, it's because I couldn't find a stamp. Okay, let's do it. I did find stamps the other day. And we're giving away the book, right? Yes. Yeah. It's actually two books. There we go. Oh, there. Oh, oh. There we go. Scott. Scott. Scott wins 
the book. Wow. Congratulations, Scott. And he's not even here today. He's working. He's he working, loves you know. books, I heard. He, he actually just got a bookshelf. Did he really? Yeah, for the ladder. <laughs> Poor Ryan. Let me go ahead and make a note real quick or something. Should we do another giveaway? That was kind of anticlimactic. No, that was good. Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway next week. Let's, uh, let me see if I have anything to give away. Uh, we can't just start uh, giving have, away because we I feel, have nails. feel bad. I have screws. I have some blue tape. Let's do a $5 Starbucks gift card giveaway. Spin it. Spin only it? for only only for people who are watching. Okay, only for people who are watching. <laughs> I don't drink Starbucks. He's going to win. All right, Steve, okay. do you like Starbucks? He does like Starbucks. Okay. Hey, Chris, so this week, uh, you and Alex, Alex is actually on the No New Friends podcast, correct? Yeah, we called Alex off the bench. He's our That's official right. uh, podcast six man. I, I love so, it. Yeah, so Alex came on and we had a really fun conversation about how we annoy our wives. That's and right. the worst, and we had a, we had a little uh, competition of who got their spouse the uh, an item on the top 15 worst items to get your spouse for Christmas. And uh, we also talked about how cheap I am. Yes, yes, that was a re- <laughs> that was a recurring re- a recurring theme in the episode. It was a fun one. Yeah, so go ahead and check out Chris and Scott. Uh, Scott and I have actually been hanging out a little bit, so uh, you know, go ahead and check them out at No New Friends podcast. So that's to his on the Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis. Save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot. You'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply.